Torrey Pines Bank brings your business's personal attention, tailored solutions, and local expertise, plus the powerful resources and capacity of a national bank. For relationship banking built on trust, powered by the strength of Western Alliance Bank, connect with a banker today at TorreyPinesBank.com. Hi, this is Nikki Dreyer, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson along with Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, and a reminder that our second hour will include part two of our conversation with Don's late Abernathy of Any Day Now. We hope you'll stay tuned for that. In the meantime, a reminder that our friends at Time Life have just released Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In, the complete series, at retail for the very first time. To mark the occasion, we're bringing you an encore presentation of our conversation with Joanne Worley that originally aired in 2012. Joanne Worley, one of the stars of Rowan Martin's Laughing Joanne is also the president of Actors and Others for Animals, a nonprofit organization that has helped Southern Californians spay and neuter their pets since 1971. You can learn more about Actors and Others for Animals by going to actorsandothers.com. Before we went to break, Joanne was telling us about the many boas that she wore on laughing and how boas became her trademark. Well, I remember that during the blackouts, you would always have that, you know, you would talk about Boris. And, oh, and, and, yeah. and, yes. <laughs> and I always remember, yeah, I always saw, you know, kind of equated that boa, kind of like uh, with uh, Phyllis Diller and the cigarette holder. It was the prop that you would gesture with, like a lot of male comedians, like yeah. a George Burns uh-huh. would use the cigar uh, to kind of, as, as a, a timing fact, device. I, I bought from Phyllis Diller a fabulous a silk a coat that kind of looked like the colors on the joke wall of Lapin, and it is trimmed in uh, feathers. And uh, I use it when I do my one-woman show as a set decoration. Sometimes I wear it. And I love having it. And she also, she gave me one of her cigarette holders. Oh, that, that, that is cool. Yeah, because you know, cool. it's just those visuals that you think of yeah. you know, when you look back. And, and I can't imagine her without the cigarette holder, just like I can't imagine exactly. her without the boa. Or you know the the joke wall, or you know right now as we're talking, I am visualizing those psychedelic patterns yeah. uh-huh. uh, yeah. that we associate with laughing so much, and and the funky music, the funky music, yeah, the uh, <laughs> that little beat that you would use to say with da 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 da, and then you know you would get that one little joke, and then you would move on, slam the door, yeah, slam the oh yeah, and and of course beautiful downtown Burbank, that's right, Gary <laughs> Owens. Now before you called in, Joanne, we we're just chatting amongst amongst ourselves. Now we we're, we're talking before about your background in improv. Was there any improv in some of the you know, blackout skits that you did on Laughing, or was, did you just make it seem that way? It, the show was beautifully scripted by very talented writers, mm-hmm. but we were encouraged to contribute. But if we thought of something, we would do the sketch as is and then give it a beat so they could cut if they wanted to. But if we had something else, we were encouraged to do it. And quite often that would be the gold, they call it, mm-hmm. stuff that was wonderful. So, And we were encouraged also if we had ideas, where, say we're in the, the set of a kitchen, and then we say, oh, how about the... Quite often we would do that. So we were encouraged to contribute. It was very uh, a very exciting way to work. So improvisation became part of the rehearsal process. Uh, there was no rehearsal. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting word. What we did is we would come in for the table read and we would learn the song. Sometimes there would be a tribute song that we would all do. Mm-hmm. And with choreography, What's the News? We would work very hard and learn that. And after reading, then we would go and we would get into wardrobe. We'd go to the studio, get into wardrobe, and do the sketch. They were usually very short, so there was not really rehearsal involved. We would be shooting 
and we would give a beat when we got to the end of the sketch. If we wanted to add something, we could, but they could cut it out if they wanted, okay. so it was their choice. Okay. Yeah. And, and uh, the joke wall bits, the jokes were written for you guys? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But we were encouraged to... Uh, it was the last thing that we shot, of the of the week, mm-hmm. so it's like a horse going back to the barn. Got a little <laughs> out of hand. Because I, we were just talking about that. I remember the joke. While well, I remember a lot of times that, uh, like Goldie wouldn't get be able to get the joke out, get the setup out, and right, we could hear you in the background. T- people would be tickling her or uh, throwing things at her. So. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff would be going on behind the wall yeah. to make it difficult for people to get their lines out. But we were encouraged. We, if you remember, there was a joke floor. It was the wall and the floor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And if you were in the joke floor, that was usually a form of punishment. And Alan Seuss was always in the joke <laughs> floor. <laughs> are there any standout moments for you from laughing that are close to your heart that you just take with you? I remember because of the Liberace HBO thing that was just on recently, mm-hmm. oh. there was a bit where... He was actually, Liberace was there with a lit candelabra on the piano playing, and I came in singing, Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, Liberace! Happy birthday to you! And I blew out all the candles. Oh! <laughs> in his candelabra. Yeah, yeah I, I understand that, you know, to the extent as possible, you and the cast members are pretty close. Yes! Yeah, uh-huh. Well... Ruthie Buzzy now lives in Texas, mm-hmm. so we talk from time to time. She doesn't come to L.A. very often, but when she does, we get together. Yes, but as, as, as the old commercial says, long distance is the mm-hmm. next best thing to being there. <laughs> yeah. Or Skype. I, <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to a conversation with Joanne Worley of Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. Joanne Worley is also the president of Actors and Others for Animals. You can learn more about Actors and Others for animals by going to actorsandothers.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Rowan and Martin's Laughing, the complete series, is now available at retail for the very first time from our friends at Time Life. All 140 episodes of the series digitally remastered. 89 of these episodes have never been available in stores before. Extra features include the rarely seen pilot episode of Rowan and Martin's Laugh In, plus highlights from the 25th anniversary cast reunion, interviews with Ruth Buzzy, Lily Tomlin, George Schlatter, Alan Seuss, Gary Owens, Dick Martin, and Artie Johnson, hilarious bloopers from the show, and a whole lot more. Rona Martin's Laugh In, the complete series, available at Amazon.com and wherever DVDs are sold. Just briefly, one more on Laugh In. I mean, people today say, okay, so Laugh In was groundbreaking. When you were making this show, was this just another job? Did you realize you were changing the way comedy was perceived on television or the way that television was affecting the psyche of America? We were doing our job, and we were you know, having a lot of fun and working hard. We didn't realize the impact of the show mm-hmm. until once we were all together at something, and we tried to get across the street, and it couldn't. And then we went, whoa, what's going on here? But in retrospect, as you know, commercials changed after Laugh-In. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, a lot of things changed. Everything was quicker, brighter, mainly quicker, I think you would have to say. Yeah, I, I, I think we have discussed this, you know, in different times and in different interviews. 
Uh, you look at kind of a history of television comedy and, and the medium. And uh, a while back, we talked about Ernie Kovacs. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Laugh-In has to go into a, a kind of a comedy timeline. Uh, because we could see that. And then afterwards, uh, everything from Sesame Street to Hee Haw to Saturday Night Live, you, you could you could trace all of their roots back to what you guys did on Laugh-In. And also to uh, the Smothers Brothers, uh, to be uh, fair and, and equal. Uh, one of the things I was watching some YouTube... Um, not too long ago, I was looking up some Christmas stuff, and I found a Laugh-In Christmas episode. I think it was from 1968. And it was really amazing. Some of the stuff that you guys joked about is still relevant today. I mean, I think that was the huge impact. Everything about toy guns uh, yeah. to, to war. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember, it, I think what was really, really cool and really, really impactful is uh, that... Every once in a while, you got to make a point, you know, between a lot of jokes and a lot of laughter. And I think the thing that really hit home was when Dan Rowan said, you know, this Christmas, instead of sending uh, uh, Bob Hope to visit the troops, let's have the the troops come home to Hollywood. And it was like, whoa, you know, I I couldn't believe because, you know, over at CBS, Tommy Smothers was getting into all sorts of trouble for saying things like that. And you guys just bang that out. Uh, Yeah, and and do you remember the Fickle Finger of Fate Award? Oh, yes. yes. That was always very pointed at what was going on that Mm -hmm. was wrong. Did you guys ever get... uh, the backlash like the brothers did, or were uh, you if able... We, if we did, I was not aware of it. I know the, uh, I'm sure George Slaughter, uh, they worked very hard with the censor people, and they would put red herrings in the script, you know, things that they knew they mm-hmm. would never allow. A little sacrificial Just lens. so they yeah. could sacrifice that in order to ease something else through. Well, and again, that we're talking about how smart the show was. That, that's just good planning. If, if you know you have something uh, that, that, that might not get past the censors, you, you have something else in that, you know, to, to slip it in that way, because they can't catch everything. No, of course not, no. And sometimes they would make a suggestion that was even worse than what it was intended. Like I remember one time I had like a, a cantaloupe and a kasabi melon, one in each hand, mm-hmm. right in front of my, uh, my, my bosoms. <laughs> and uh, I think I was going to say melons or something. And they said, oh, you can't say that. You can't say that. So I, I and another, oh, I know, it's a series of them. Another one, I had two jugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, it, and it was like, oh, my God, you can't do that. And then they would say, come up with the worst uh, suggestion that would be even more suggestive. Oh, that's uh, Tippy Hedren on my other phone. Did you hear it? Uh, yes, we did. <laughs> now she's calling on the cell. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Joanne, it has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Please come back and visit us one of these days. Okay. I thank you. This was fun. Thanks, guys. Joanne Worley, president of Actors and Others for Animals. You can learn more about Actors and Others for Animals by going to actorsandothers.com. Joanne Worley, of course, star of Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In, the complete series is now available at retail for the very first time from our friends at Time Life. All 140 episodes of the series digitally remastered. 89 of these episodes have never been available in stores before. Rona Martin's Laughing, the complete series, available at Amazon.com and wherever DVDs are sold. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk 
at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.